Hey guys, welcome to Truth in the Trenches. I'm your host, Rebecca Spooner from Hip Homeschooling, and this is a weekly podcast from my chaos to yours. I'll be sharing homeschool tips, parenting stories, and faith-based encouragement for Christian moms. This podcast will be far from perfect, and that's my goal, to keep it real, to be authentic, and to share tidbits of truth from the trenches of motherhood. Hey guys, today I am very excited to be bringing my husband into this podcast and introducing you guys to him because I think he's pretty awesome. You know, I'm a little I'm a little biased, but his name is Jonathan. Say hi. Hi. Yeah. So, today we're just going to talk a little bit about homeschooling. When I was like, when you married me, and I was like, I was homeschooled, and so our kids are going to be homeschooled, and we're just going to be the homeschool family. What was your first reaction? I was open to it. I was I was old public school, so I thought, well, you know what? If you want homeschooling, that's because I don't really have very, I, yeah, I had mixed feelings about public school, my own experience, so I thought, what could go wrong? I remember us having a lot of discussions, so I remember you saying, you know, I was I went to school. You have to be open to putting our kids in school. And, you know, I turned out okay. I remember yeah, that conversation. You, yeah, you turned out. No, I'm talking about you. Oh, me. Like going to public school. Oh, yeah, that was my reasoning. So uh, the biggest argument, common argument against homeschooling is, oh, there's the socialization. So, um. Did that concern you? Before? Yeah. I think, I think it was, um. It's important to be flexible. Honestly, I th- I just wanted to give it a whirl. I think what what I mean having a parent with dedicated to educating your children, um, I think that's wonderful. Um, I grew up uh, in a single parent um, environment, and my mother was going to school. My father was well, not really in our lives. So I mean. Every time I got home from school, there was nobody there to help me, and so I, if they're having a dedicated parent, giving up a possible, you know, career, I think is was commendable, and I, yeah, let's go for it. So. And what, like moving forward, how you've seen it, what are your thoughts as we continue along it? Well, now I'm a strong advocate for it. I, it's I've seen the results through our children, um, our interaction with each other. We have a better awareness of how our children learn. Uh, there, I can talk on and on and on about your homeschooling. You do most of the work, but I love you know after I get home from work, or I love the, the fact that my children are there and they can, and you're there. I get a full report from beginning to end: what they learned, how they learned it, the results, and what they made. And it's that different from from regular school. And what they're struggling with. Like, one of our biggest things is, yeah, like character things. And If there's problems, we know about it right away. Yeah. Um, Yeah, I just... And, you know, with shift work, with my job, I love it how um, my day's off, we get to go to the beach, we get to do this and that, and our schedule is is not wrapped around the school's schedule. Yeah, we can be way more flexible. Yeah, flexibility is... I like that a lot. Flexibility is 
it's just key for me to for for the children and you know to oh new curriculum oh go to this one oh new way to learn oh here we go it's um, i just remember public school oh it's just you know the same textbooks the year after year you just like ugh, this is just there's no vibrancy to the oh there's a new curriculum a new way to do this no new way to learn mathematics it's just like same old system yeah same old system lowest bidder you know okay so we come up or it's like an experiment on your children let's try this new thing okay well designed for the masses not designed for the individual child well and i think one of the other things that we've really noticed in your situation that you talk about a lot is you know you grew up with your brother and you guys were really close in when you were younger and when you went to school and you were had your own grades and your own friends how did that impact that oh yeah like i remember like we had a relationship that was we had we were very close just my brother and i when we went to school he was a grade behind me and it was different he, like he had his friends i had my friends i was you know the, i turned into a bully and you know a, uh, just I was terrible to my brother terrible and it became a more of a competitive relationship and it was different it wasn't until we got out of school that we it was then we kind of you know we got closer because it wasn't just this you know this this, this institution of who went you know got marks and a different point system with friends and associates it's, it's just him and I and um, we grew we're I'm, I'm so thankful that we are friends good friends he's one of my best friends i was a jerk i was a jerk to him in school and uh, i regret that and do i blame school for all it no yeah, but it's part of the culture it's it's uh, i mean pressure. peer pressure and uh, and plus i just didn't spend time with him you know like he has his own friends i have my own friends we did different things together there's a disconnect did you feel that, like, in general then, that school um, fostered a lack of empathy, would you say, like, towards younger kids in general? I don't know. I Like, looking at our son, looking at Caleb, yeah. with the way he treats and interacts with younger kids, do you think that you had that? I, empathy. I mean, it's, it's something which you, you don't see much of nowadays in, in schools, it's, it's a point system, right? It's, I mean, yeah, they're, they're, they're combating bullying. Uh, bullying is always and always will be there, but it seems like, the, I don't know, I don't know. Well, segregating the age groups is not going to help foster that because the kids are only interacting really mostly with their peers. So how are they ever learning how to have empathy as yeah. opposed to the one-room schoolhouse idea of what they used to do. Yeah, they used to have that. Or what we do in homeschooling, where the kids have that experience of constantly working with different age groups. What I think public school, what's missing, like what the old school, what you said with the one-room you know, one, one school system, is they're missing a dynamic with the children, a dynamic relationship with other children, with other grades, how, um, yeah, they can interact not just with... Uh, within their same gr age group and class, but multi classes, like I, I, yeah, I could see that how um, by um, by if there was some sort of mentorship, and maybe there is that today in schools, but it was, certainly wasn't when I was in elementary. So, how involved 
are you in our homeschool? How do you feel about that? Um, and, you know, like, what's what's your role in homeschooling for our family? Well, I mean, I'll be honest. You're you're primarily the, the teacher. You do most of the work. Um, but uh, it's important, I guess, just to be the parent that looks through their stuff and, you know, be the one that, you know, the ones that, okay, what do they accomplished? Oh, look at that. Yeah, that's a very good job. Um, be the one that's receiving on the receiving end, right? You're mm-hmm. the teacher and I'm the parent that they're trying to please or trying to, you know, hey, look what I did. And, and I think that's an important aspect. Definitely. Um, I'm not a, I mean, I try to teach them things here and there while we're out and about. And How do you find that you're in my dynamic has been the couple of times because we've tried it we've tried like bringing you in sometimes or like saying you teach this or or you take over teaching a math lesson and I guess I want to I want to touch on because there's a lot of struggles when mom does most of the homeschooling oh yeah and she has her way and the kids respond to that and they have kind of a system going and dad steps in there can be often a disconnect, sometimes fighting between mom and dad. I mean, it can it can be sometimes messy, and I'm curious to know your thoughts on that. Well, I think you and I know we have two different styles. Um, and then some, some. I'm a hard liner. I, uh, you know, it's what I've been taught. You, pre- it's, uh, you present the material, you do the job, and you perform. Um, I'm, I think, more impatient. And then I kind of gather myself and say, okay, look, I gotta go this another way. And um, but I find, I know sometimes the new curriculums that you've been you know, receiving, like with just you pop a CD in, they do all the learning, and all they need help with is starting a laptop, or um, they might get confused with some of the programming. It's you know with just the you know an interpretation of some of the information. But I'm amazed how how uh, flexible it is and easy to learn some of these curriculums are you're not just standing there with a you know or on the chalkboard and or you know reading to them so sometimes you are but i'm amazed how independent they can be you just you know here you go go at her and they they can do that like some really it's independent learning is something that i think is just critical for for their own self-confidence and for our sanity and you know it's like you don't have to be over their shoulder all the time. So what suggestions would you have for moms who might be listening to this or dads who might be listening to this that are dealing with that dynamic where, you know, moms are wanting dad to be involved, but when he is involved, they're fighting because they, mom's protective and she okay. teaches differently. Like how, oh, what would you suggest? So my suggestion would be um, for the wives looking at the husband trying to teach, I personally hate it when you correct me in the middle of my um, instruction of a child or especially in the middle of like you know like teaching or preaching I never do that that being said um, (laughs) wait just wait let the husband do their thing Um, then you know when it's done pull them to the side say hey maybe you could have done it this way because so and so uh, listens well when you do it this way and um, the, I, I, that's what I was just interrupting like, well you know what that won't work and especially in front of the kids that I think I don't agree with that it undermines a lot of things that you're trying to do 
And then husbands, uh, listen up. You know, if you have a homeschool wife that is the primary teacher and education person, uh, listen up and listen well, because you know that's it's their job, and you have the opportunity to do this. But uh, again, I go back to flexibility. You know, wives be open to a husband's. Sometimes children listen to a different type of style. And at the same time, husbands be flexible, uh, be open to a different type of style than what you've been taught. Because that's how we tend to fall back on, you know, we've been taught this, and, you know, they're going to do it the same way. It's like some sort of initiation thing, you know. Mm -hmm. Um, Be open and be flexible, be open-minded, and be together. Mm -hmm. Um, And uh, don't correct in front of the child. Yeah, don't, don't conflict each other during it. And it's frustrating, you guys, especially, you know, just speaking to those of you who are in this situation, Jonathan and I are are kind of moving on with some of our older children to another stage of learning where they can be more independent, whether we're using an online curriculum or whether they're doing all of their work independently, they're reading and writing independently. And now we get to be more of a coach and less of that actual nitty gritty teaching. If you are still stuck in those earlier years where you're teaching them how to read, you're teaching them how to form their letters, that is a frustrating stage to be in. And so, you know, we've gone through that and we're gonna go through it all over again with our younger ones. And it's it can't, sometimes tension just rises up. You know, you are trying to teach to read one way and if your husband, you know, steps in and whatever, they're trying to teach another way, sometimes conflict can arise. And so I encourage you that A, you're not alone and B, yeah, try to work out those things away from the kids if you can like if you can let the situation play out let it play out but you know talk about it and figure out ways that you can work together and you know your husband might be really into helping you and what can you give him that you can relinquish control of because that's hard for us that he can be he can be a part of and help you because if you can totally step away, maybe it means you have to leave the house because you just can't handle it. But then maybe that's what you do. Go for a walk or, you know, go lock yourself in a room and read a book, whatever, so that you don't even have to see it. And let him take over some of that because that's the only way he's going to learn how his kids learn and how he can tweak it. And he has stuff to offer the kids as well. So I hope you guys found this informative. I hope you found it interesting, seeing a bit of a husband's perspective, getting to know our family a little bit more, our dynamics. Um, and even our marriage a little bit more. All right, guys, we will talk to you later. Have an awesome week. Thanks for taking time out of your busy, busy, busy day to listen to Truth in the Trenches. I hope you guys found it helpful, and I cannot wait to see you next week. Talk to you later.